Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to everyone who is joining us tonight. Um, I think we're on episode 31. So 31. I just. Yes. It is 31, isn't it? Wow. 31 episodes. Episode. Yeah. 31 episodes. So. Welcome to everyone who's joined us tonight, and um, also welcome to Jean-Jerome, who is my co-host. <laughs> well, uh, welcome, everybody. I want to do a special welcome to our honored and special guest, Ufanshi Oba Kosa. He is a Babalao and shaman, and this is going to be a very interesting conversation and uh, there's also going to be a translation, I believe, Jean-Jerome, you're going to be translating from English to Spanish. That's so right. I hope that everybody uh, gets a chance to tune in. Also, those who are Spanish speaking. And um, so we're going to start our show, shall we? Okay. Yeah. But before we do, Jean-Jerome, you need to read the bio, please. Yes. So, primero, buenas noches. Buenas noches a todos los que nos escuchan en español. Este episodio 31 va a ser bilingüe. Uh, voy a estar traduciendo uh, para Ofuncio Bacosó, un buen amigo, Babalao, y uh, uno de los señores que mi mamá le tenía mucho cariño y mucho aprecio, que en paz descanse. Y si estamos aquí, es gracias también a, a mi mamá y al espíritu de mi mamá, que siempre, nunca está lejos. So I was saying that I want to welcome everybody to episode 31. And it's my pleasure to, to greet my brother, my friend, fellow Babalao, and someone whom my mom had a lot of love and appreciation for. And if, if we are together tonight, in, in large part or great part, it's because of her. Oh, nice. So, Thank you. I'll read the bio. So, Ofushio Bakoso is a traditional healer and spiritual diviner known as a Babalao from the Yoruba religious tradition, trained from an early age by both Lukumi and tradu traditional Yoruba elders. Ofushi brings a unique perspective of African spirituality through his vast knowledge of Afro-Cuban syncretic religious practices such as Santeria, Lukumi, y Palo Monte, as well as Ifai, as it is practiced in West Africa today. Baba Ofushi was chosen by a divine oracle to carry his family's ancestral staff, and he'll go into that during the uh, our, our presentation. Uh, which has been passed down from generation to generation to uphold the traditions of his ancestors. His wisdom and traditional knowledge are widely respected. His counsel has been sought not only in religious realm, but also in social and political arenas. In addition to his work as a spiritual guide to many, he is also actively involved in global movements to improve the lives and conditions of Africans and African descendants. Ofushi's most recent activities include serving as a member of the International Coordinating Committee and panelist for the first World Summit of Afro-Descendants held in Honduras, August 2011, 
presenting a paper on spirituality and tradition at the International Meeting of Writers and Poets of African, Indigenous, and Sino descent in Costa Rica, October 2011, as well as serving as a delegate to the United Nations for the General Assembly high-level meeting on the 10th anniversary of the Durban Declaration and Program of Action in September 2011. Baba Fushi also serves as a member of the steering committee for the new Department of Afro-Descendant Indigenous and Sino-Descendant uh, Studies at the National University of Costa Rica. Baba Fushi holds a degree in cultural analysis and promotion from the University of Havana. Bienvenido, welcome. Sorry. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> My dog. <laughs> he chooses tonight to yeah, give don't me a worry, big kiss. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so yes, welcome. Oh my goodness, this is going to be awesome. So, first of all, um, being a Babalao and a shaman, and at an early age being trained in Lukumi, um, could you tell us a little bit about that and how that started for you? Had it a lot? Had a lot of that to do with your African Cuban descent, obviously. And whoa, sorry, he's a big dog. Um, okay. Oops. Oh dear. Poor stash. <laughs> okay. So, well, thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Um, my brother, Babalao, Gian, he will interpret it for me because many uh, Spanish people uh, see your program because this is beautiful and uh, interesting uh, program. So I will speak Spanish and Gian, uh, he will speak English because many, many people uh, follow this program. So, oh, nice. thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, gracias por darnos la oportunidad de estar en el programa a ustedes. Eh, de hecho, esto es algo pendiente que tenemos de hace mucho, muy, mucho tiempo. Eh, tengo que agradecerla a, a Jan. Yeah, so he says, uh, thank you for, for the invitation to the program. And he says, reality, this reunion is long in the making or long time uh, coming. And he wants to thank uh, for, for the opportunity tonight. Nice, nice. Okay. So, so um, just to... So my focus, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Yes. I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. So my focus today is not only who is Okunchi. Uh, I think the focus today is what happened today in the world. What happened and spirituality world. Pienso que el enfoque de hoy no es tanto Ofunchi, que por supuesto voy a hablar un poquito de quién es Ofunchi, uh -huh. sino también eh, profundizar un poquito desde mi punto de vista eh, qué está aconteciendo con ese gran desbalance 
que está sucediendo en el mundo de hoy. As, as, as Ofunshi has already partly translated, uh, his focus is not just about Ofunshi, the name Ofunshi, his origin, his spiritual uh, legacy, but also about the, the situations happening both spiritually and physically in the world. And, and that's what he wants a little bit, and socially in the world, he wants to talk about. Okay, all right. So um, should we start from the beginning of how you... Yeah. Um, got started into Lukumi at, at, at an early age. Could you give us a little bit of background on that and how that came to be? ¿Cómo tú empezaste eh, dentro de la religión Lukumi? ¿Cómo fue? ¿Cuáles fueron los primeros pasos que tú diste dentro de Lukumi? ¿A qué edad? No voy a decir mi edad porque la gente se me va a asustar. <laughs> so I'm not going to say my age because people are going to get scared. I doubt it. Pero la, pero la espiritualidad conserva el físico. La espiritualidad conserva que uno se vea joven. Sí, but spirituality helps you to, to look and appear young. Pero ya cuando ven esto blanco aquí, ya sabemos que pasamos los 50. Says, but when you see this white, you know that I passed 50. Quiere decir like que, que, que eh, no estoy aquí para corregir conceptos, pero mi eh, introducción a la espiritualidad o al mundo o a la cultura o a la cosmovisión eh, yoruba, lo que mí, ese collage eh, sin aplicar. El, el nombre de religión, puesto que religión es dogmatismo, viene desde muy pequeño, es pase de familia. He said, uh, just translate, he says, uh, really to describe, uh, you know, the, the belief system as a religion, which is dogmatic, is not really appropriate, nor to try to classify or, you know, put in silos the different religious belief system. But let's just say that his, his uh, presence in this kaleidoscope of religious beliefs, which represents the Afro-Cuban descendant beliefs, uh, started at a very young age. Okay. All right. All right. And um, my abuelo, my, my grandfather, he died 106 years old. My abuelo murió de 106 años. His grandfather died at one of the great masters. It was one of his uh, great uh, teachers. Mi familia es longeva. Mm -hmm. Mi papá de casi 100 años. Father, his father, in turn. Eh, mi mamá uh, también anciana. Y todo este eh, entrenamiento de manera natural, de manera orgánico, viene desde pequeño, sin imposición. Todo es de una manera orgánica, que es a lo que llamamos espiritualidad. There's, there's all of this that he was taught from, again, his grandfather dies at 106, mm -hmm. his father is in the 100, uh, his mother very old. All, all of these teachings were not imposed, but it was organic. I mean, right. literally part of the fabric of his family. Right, being of Afro-Cuban descent. Eh, 
pero no solamente afroquino, puesto que mi abuelo era eh, eh, mi abuelo era congolés. His uh, grandfather was, was from the Congo. Ah, y mi familia por parte de padre eh, de la tribu Ticar de Camerún. And uh, and from the family on the other part uh, from the Tiku uh, group in Cameroon. Ah, okay. Sabemos que y sabemos y sabemos el poder eh, eh, de los Ticar con relación a la mente, a la espiritualidad, mm -hmm. pero también a la longevidad. And uh, a particular aspect of the Tikan people is their spirituality, but also their spirituality translated in longevity. Ah. Then, Interesting. Independientemente de que los Tikar son conocidos por su arte. And Tikars are also known for their art. Okay. Pero todo ese collage, todo ese collage, se fue incrementado desde muy pequeño. Pero también soy vidente. Y eso es otra condición que le agrega salsa a estas sustancias ricas dentro de la espiritualidad. Achi, achi. He says, uh, you know, not only did he grow up with this culture, this collage from an early age, but on top of that is that he has the gift of sight. And he says that gift of sight adds this salsa, the flavor to this already interesting mix or cultural collage that represents his, his heritage. Nice. Por tanto, nice. ya eh, a pasar de los años, Siendo mis padres eh, iniciados, está yo eh... Whoops. He, he pressed the button. He'll be back. He'll be back. He just pressed the wrong button. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yes. So well... his, parents, his parents were initiated. Mm -hmm. uh, as well, so he, and that's where he just he, so he pushed. It was a very natural, a natural, very, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, procession for him to be initiated. Um, I wanted to ask him if, when he does come back, if you can ask him um, how his practice of Santaria Lucumi and uh, Paolo Monte. Um, sort of mesh together, and to to first describe and explain what Paolo Monte is for us. Yeah, I will do that as soon as he comes back on. Give him a check, a chance. Sorry about the earlier disturbance, but Stasha came over, and then as soon as he was leaving, he knocked the table over. Sean, He's Sean, a big called, boy. Sean called him Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot. That's Bigfoot it. Game through. That... <laughs> Truly, Sean. And then, of course, and then I've got my my freaking weasel here, my cat who keeps wanting to jump up, and I keep telling her not to, but you know, 
This is this is who she is. This is Keecha. Anyway, okay, get lost. There we go. <laughs> All right, she made her appearance, and that's that. So, um, no, I I think that this is amazing that this gentleman, our guest tonight, is a very special guest, and he is also um, that he's actually represented um, the African and Cuban people through the United Nations and his practice. That's right. That's right. So this, this really, and for a a number of years, for a number of years, he really has dedicated, dedicated a lot of time to that. And he has a link with your mom, right? Yeah. Well, he met my mom. We had the privilege of, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we got together and my mom was very happy to meet him and as well because of his Congo background as well. Right. There's right. a very strong Congo and, and Tika background. When did when did your mom meet him? Uh, well, my mom met him uh, really a few years before she passed away. So that would have been in 2014, 2013. Okay. So a number of years ago they met. Was it through her working you know, as well as... Um... Oh, actually, so how, how we met is... Uh, I'll go into this while he, he reconnects. There he is. Um, we, we were doing a, a, a series at York University and uh, for two years on spiritual belief systems. And uh, she was one, of our, was one of the guests that came to speak on the Afro-descendant belief systems. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, when at that time my mom was still alive, she was. She, they met and they got a chance to chat and and talk about the religion and everything else, right? So nice, nice. That's awesome. So yeah, and and definitely, I want I want to know more about this ancestral staff that he carries mm-hmm. and what that represents, because yes. um, that has more to do with his shamanic path. I would. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Ahora se puede ver bien. Sí, sí, se ve perfecto. Welcome back. Yeah, no, no. Eh, siempre la tecnología es así. Yeah. Vamos, vamos, <laughs> vamos, like vamos a culpar a Ed Gung Gung. <laughs> It says uh, we're gonna we're gonna blame Ed Gung Gung on this. Blame the ancestors. Blame the ancestors. <laughs> Sí, hermano. Eh, parece que estamos teniendo problemas de, de... ¿Me escucha? Ah, no, puedo, no puedo escucharla allá. Can you hear me? Vamos a volver. He's having audio issues. Okay. Well, he, he's very much in demand. There's a lot of people that uh, obviously connect with him and he gets a lot of, you know, phone calls. I mean... You know. Yeah, he, blo- he tried to block his phone and everything else, so calls wouldn't come in. But you know that that's that sometimes meets with limited success. It's what happens, right? You know, when you're that popular. There's too much spiritual energy. The technology can't handle it. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> for sure. For sure. No, I want to know more um, how he became involved in the political arena. 
um, as well as being a spiritual guide, what, what, what were the steps? Was it spirit that led him that way? Or, you know, was it something that he had studied? Because he's very well educated as well. That's the one right. thing that I do know about uh, Cuban people, yeah. that they're very well educated. The university in Havana is world renowned yeah. and it is a very good university too. Yeah, ¿no escucha? Sí, ahora sí. Okay, boo. Parece que la parece que la tecnología está haciendo sabotaje de nosotros. Anyway. No, um, so espiritista, dejamos um, que tú eres fidente. Sí, <laughs> y, eh, y <laughs> sí. Entonces, eh, como estaba como estaba explicando, eh, se crea ese collage eh, muy orgánico de ser también vidente y eh, cuando uno combina ese lado vidente como dije le da le pone esa salsa rica a eh, todo lo que viene detrás con cuando uno se inicia como babal eh, orilla y también cuando uno pasa después de un entrenamiento riguroso de años entrenando a babalau yeah, he says that uh, it, coming from that uh, original kaleidoscope uh, in terms of its heritage to then uh, crowning Orisha, becoming Babal Orisha, and then, uh, you know, and having that spiritual gift of sight that he has. And then, then after years of study, becoming finally being initiated to Ifa and becoming a Babalao. Okay. All right. eh, en, so, en, en mi caso en mi caso particular puesto que se refieren a mí eh, eh, yo no llego a Babalao eh, de manera como decimos en el sistema contemporáneo eh, el sistema contemporáneo de IFA es eh, es más mercantil que un entrenamiento durante años para poder llegar realmente a ser babalao. Yeah, he says he he takes a route of of study of great because he said today makes reference today many times a person is initiated without any training, without any background, and then all of a sudden they start using the term babalao, as opposed to you know having years of training, then finally having the ceremonies but already being trained. In other words, it's not just, you know, here's the initiation, knock yourself out, right? It's, it's uh, no, you know, a, a large, lengthy uh, time of study. Good por for tanto, him, exactly. Por tanto, Funchi, desde muy pequeño, a convivir con mi abuelo que murió de 106 años, que era, que era sabio, que hablaban lo necesario y donde el aprendizaje era visual y práctico. Preguntando poco. Yeah, he says his, his grandfather, he had the, the virtue of, you know, having that resource of his grandfather, who was a man of few words, but had, you know, great insight, great uh, wisdom and knowledge, and, and would just speak the, the just and necessary. La familia, las amistades, o eh, ese grupo, eh, reitero, espiritual, o esa cultura, Eh, eh, que es parte de, de esa espiritualidad muy rica 
pues es la que hace que Funchi sea quien es realmente en el día de hoy. He says that that sort of community, right, of his, you know, grandparents, his parents and the friends and religious friends growing up in that community is really what led to Ofunshi becoming the, the man and, and going the path that he did. Donde la paciencia, donde para ser, para lograr ser el Ofunshi de hoy, tuvo que pasar por ese recorrido complejo de entender qué es realmente la paciencia, qué es realmente la tolerancia para poder entender el mundo de hoy, para poder entender a las personas y para poderme entender a mí mismo como individuo, como persona. Yeah, what, what really shaped them was the, the from his grandparents, uh, grandfather especially, and and his parents and his community was the teaching of tolerance and patience and to understand what that really means in a spiritual context and in terms of the pursuit of a religious path. Tengo que agradecer eh, también a mi, a mi fortalecimiento espiritual y de sabiduría a mi mamá que era Babalorisha. Yes, I thank very much eh, mother Babalorisha. For, for strengthening eran herbalistas y un buen babalago, un buen chamán, si no conoce la naturaleza, si no es capaz de descodificar los símbolos o el lenguaje de la naturaleza, respetando eh, quien me esté escuchando, eh, le falta una pata a la mesa, o le falta una parte de él. Yeah, he says, and also he refers to his parents, although they were uh, he refers to uses the word shaman because they were both very good herbalists. They had a very good understanding of plants, their uses, both magic and healing. And he says that with all the respect to, you know, any Babalao or anybody or Bolorisha listening, that 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 in order to, to walk this path, you need a strong understanding of the plants because that represents one of the legs of the table, right? Which represents the table of, of your knowledge and your, your preparation as a priest. Eso le suma también el respeto. Si no hay respeto, no solamente a la naturaleza, sino a uno como individuo, tampoco uno va a ser capaz de ser un buen babalago o chamán con relación ni a las personas ni al mundo en que vivimos hoy. It says, as, and fundamental as well is, is the, the notion of respect, and respect to nature, respect to the belief, respect to the, to the Mother Earth, and because without that respect, you, there's no way you can be a, a good uh, babalao, a good priest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. Entonces, en sentido general, Ofunchi, es un collage 
de muchas cosas. Eh, y ustedes se preguntan, o mucha gente, bueno, si es babalao, ¿por qué es chamán? Porque un babalao es un chamán. Es padre de los este... misterios. Babalao es padre de los misterios, pero un chamán también es aquella persona que tiene la capacidad de poder danzar de manera orgánica en el mundo de los misterios. Okay, so he basically says, many may ask why Babalao and shaman, why the use of the two yes, terms. Absolutely. And he says, well, Babalao really represents the father of secrets. Babalao means father of secrets. But a shaman, but a Babalao is a shaman in a shaman, in the sense that a shaman uh, in his definition or, or, or way of defining, is the one who is capable of dancing in this world of mysteries and secrets. Absolutely. Vibing, reverberating, having that, that resonance with that, with that world. Walking both worlds. Yeah. In my case, particular, I've had the opportunity to live with many cultures. I've put in practice this process of mutation spiritual. Yeah, and he says, uh, and given the fact that he's been, he's had the opportunity, the privilege to to work with and share with very different cultures, many different cultures, he's had an opportunity to adapt or to to really show that adaptability in the village. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Y, y mutación espiritual and no mutation. Es Spiritual mutation. Cuando tú eres, cuando tú estás, por ejemplo, con los mon, la cultura mon, cuando tú estás con la cultura mon, tú ellos no entienden el concepto, la palabra babalao, pero sí chamán. Por tanto, ellos no te van a decir babalao o funchi, te van a decir chamán o funchi. Okay. He said, like, he uses the example of the Mon, which is a, a particular Asiatic uh, ethnic group, which believe uh, have shamans, essentially. He says, when you interact with them, being a Babalao, they don't have that word or that conception of, of Babalao, but they do have a conception and recognize that the Babalao, by what he shows or what he does, is a shaman, because that they do understand. When you are in Mozambique, no te van a ver como, o sea, te van a ver como sangoma. When you go to Mozambique, for instance, they won't, again, the word babalao won't resonate, but they will see you as a sangoma. Y así sucesivamente. Ah. Y así sucesivamente. And then, and then as you, and the same thing as you go through various examples. Eso no quiere decir que uno que uno no de, que uno deja de practicar y cuando uno está en la adivinación simplemente uno mantiene el sistema de adivinación de fa agregando o anexando los elementos de esa cultura para poder ayudar a esa persona ya sea de, de la independencia de qué cultura viene ashe ashe uh, he says not only it, it doesn't mean that you, you know, turn your back or, 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 or don't practice as a babalao, but 
the, the idea is that you, you, you keep or focus on the communication or the divination system, but you annex to it. You add to that divination system contextual remedies and language and see from the land where you are or the people that you're dealing with to better help the actual person you're trying to help. Okay. Ifa is universal. Because Ifa, truthfully, is universal. Ifa recorrió right. todas las tierras. Ifa traveled all the lands. Entonces, okay. ¿qué sucede en la diáspora? En la diáspora, y de manera constructiva, hay, eh, se crea una ruptura de esos conceptos que en el pasado existieron. Says that in the diaspora, you, you get into sort of say a rigid form of thinking which breaks with the link with those the ancient ways of looking at spirituality. He says, and basically what he's saying is when you go to the land you go, adapt and, and do what you see. Which is also born in the Odu of Ifa Okana Rosu. Okana Rosu says, the land you go, do what you see. Adapt. Right, right. That totally makes sense. Yes, pero también eso tiene que ver con respeto. Que es lo que se. Bien. Y ese collage es el que te va fortaleciendo tu espiritualidad. And that, that collage, that sort of equilibrium or balance and respect for all those different traditions and different spiritual influences is what gives you spiritual fortitude. Por eso cuando a mí me dicen, cuando a mí me dicen, Baba, usted es religioso, yo le digo, yo no me considero una persona religiosa. Porque religión es dogmatismo y yo nunca voy a ser dogmático, jamás. Uh, and he said, he he's never when people say, "Oh, you're really are you religious?" He says, "I'm not religious. Uh, I don't I don't think I will ever be religious because I'm not dogmatic. You know, I'm I'm spiritual. I don't yes. follow a certain rule. I just me, you know." Right. So there's a La distinction between being religious and sí. spiritual. La cosmovisión africana es más de tradición oral que escrita. Por tanto, okay. eso marca la diferencia. Uh -huh. uh, perdón, Diota, eso otra vez. Que la, la cosmovisión africana o las tradiciones yeah. africanas son más de tradición oral que escrita. <coughs> yeah, that's right. He says the, uh, the African in general, not just West African, the West African spiritual belief systems are more orally uh, transmitted than... Yeah in writing by writing right right entonces por eso la importancia de eh, entender y profundizar eh, ese proceso de mutación espiritual and that's why it's easier to understand that sense of uh, transmutation spiritual transmutation or, or transformation mm -hmm. eh, entonces ese es un funchi a grandes rasgos. That's a, like a 
broad brush of who Ofushi is and his, uh, like his philosophy, right? Right, right. Donde ahora, so, donde ahora, sí. Usted irá. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so then is it safe to say that um, growing up in Cuba and coming into contact with the Lukumi people and meshing Lukumi and Santeria together, how did that come about? Um, why Palo Monte? And can you describe what Palo Monte is, please? Oh, he said, si tú puedes eh, explicar lo que es Palo Monte, o sea, dentro de tu, tu, tu fuiste iniciado o tuviste expuesto a, 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 a lo que es eh, Enquisi, Palo Monte, si tú puedes describir un poco qué es lo que es Palo Monte. Desde mi cosmovisión. From his optic or his cosmovision. Eh, el mismo nombre lo dice. Es uno de los de los tantos cultos eh, de tradición africana que por mediación de el palo el gungun o sea los espíritus los muertos se trabaja eso no quiere decir eh, por eso dije que antes de uno ser babalao hay un proceso, hay un recorrido largo de entendimiento, de, de estudio, de profundizar en qué podemos hacer y qué no podemos hacer. Eh, dentro de mi familia había eh, ancianos que, eh, eh, que practicaban directamente Palomonte, por tanto yo tuve acceso a esa belleza tan natural de el Palomonte, esa magia rica de la naturaleza, esa combinación bellísima donde uno se adentra realmente a entender la naturaleza, los poderes de la naturaleza. Yeah, I'm just gonna quickly translate that. Um, so what he says is that. Uh not to get stuck on on terminology or as i said confines of, of definition but uh what he basically says the palomante really is is the magic and the knowledge the ancestral knowledge of using natural elements like the different you know uh, uh sticks uh from the different trees right or essentially the different uh, branches of different trees and other elements other magical elements in order to bring forth the messages of it, he used the term Egungu, or the term of the ancestors or spirits in terms of dealing with uh, people's, you know, situations or uh, problems or illnesses or what have you. Um, he said he had the privilege again, that uh, from a very early age to have many people in his family who were Palero, in other words, who practiced Palomonte exactly. and, okay. who, and who introduced him to that magic, that wonder and magic that is right. the world of, you know, of that particular uh, spiritual belief system or path. Right, right, Entonces, okay. Exactamente, entonces, es como un collage. Uh -huh. 
Right. Pero it's part of the collage. Conectado, pero conectado a la naturaleza. Sin necesidad de estar utilizando huesos humanos dentro de esa cultura eh, eh, que actualmente con mi criterio personal bastante se ha deformado ok uh, una pregunta uh, la va para estar sí. seguro que te entendí bien tú, tú estás diciendo que, que eh, en tu entender que lo que decía que el uso de, de huesos o humanos eh, no es necesario o ¿O es necesario? Perdón, no, no te escuché bien. Eh, mi criterio personal, que el uso, en, en mi, en mi eh, experiencia, y volví digo, sí, sí. Eh, parte de mi familia es de Matanza, en, uh -huh. en mi experiencia, eh, yo nunca vi a mi abuelo utilizando hueso humano, pero sí vi utilizar los poderes los grandes poderes de la naturaleza. Y ahí incluso, de ahí incluso es donde viene Ofunchi, el staff que yo siempre porto de la naturaleza. Okay. So, he says that he never saw uh, his grandfather or the brother use human remains. And quite often, many, in many houses of Palo in Kisi, they in uh, Fumbe, or the, the basically the one of the secrets right. is the use of a human remain. Right. I won't go into the details of how they acquire that, but right. and let's just say it's quite common. But he says in his home and and in his grandfather, he never used the human remains. He never used like the bones uh, uh, that way. But in many ways, he says the birth or the genesis of the staff of Rofunshi is what he did see was the use of the, the wonders and the power and the majesty of nature to command right. and to call forth spirit and to work with spirit. Incluso awesome. la composición o la base de ese staff es de fósiles. Por tanto, el poder de los fósiles, de los fósiles te da la capacidad de poderte trasladar al pasado y, poder, y te da la capacidad de poder mirar presente y futuro. Por eso me gusta y disfruto trabajar con los fósiles. Uh, he says, in many, in many ways, he's, he's actually releasing one of the ingredients of his staff, um, is uh, the use of fossils. He says, fossils, ancient fossils, which is part of his composition of his staff, allow you, give you that connection to the ancient past and to, to communicate with anything that basically inhabits the earth. Right, including the spirit of ancestors, right? Right. Through the age. So, through the age. Again, claro, a, another form of shamanism. Entonces, es como otra forma de shamanismo. Es otra forma de shamanismo sin dejar la esencia. Por ejemplo, al cabo de los años, cuando yo me inicio, cuando ya los ancianos entendieron que yo estaba listo para ser ifa, pues simplemente eh, pasé a IFA, pero agregué al sistema, o sea, sin violar los códigos de IFA, agregué ese recorrido o esa eh, experiencia adquirida 
durante más de 30 años desde pequeño. Yeah, he says that when, when finally he was initiated to Ifa Zababalao, without betraying, you know, the structure or the, the you know, sort of the, the essence of Ifa, uh, he still brought forth or, or took with him, brought into Ifa with him, that kaleidoscope, that, that richness of secrets and spiritual knowledge that he accumulated over those 30 years of, of you know, family right. and friends and, right. and training. Right, his ancestry, basically, mm -hmm. and bringing, bringing it along with him, of course he would, you know. Um, that's what's so good about Ifa is that it's so accepting of all of that. I know that for myself. Um, I wanted to question, what did it mean to carry the ancestral staff and who carried it before he did? Could he give us a little bit of history about the ancestral staff, what it means, and how it came to be? Yeah, ella pregunta si antes que, que tú te eligieras para cargar la, el, el funchi, o sea, tu, tu secreto, eh, ¿quién lo portó antes de ti y cuál es significación? De ese, de ese secreto de Funchi. Bueno, primero. De Funchi. Primero es un staff de pase de familia. Por It's tanto, ante mi abuelo, ante mi abuelo perteneció a mi tatarabuelo. So it's passed down through generations. It belonged before his grandfather. It belonged to his, you know, great grandfather and great 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 grandfather. Wow. Segundo. Se elige, se elige quién puede portarlo. Y los ancianos desde pequeños ponen la mirada a quién eh, debe portarlo. It says, it is the person who, who is going to carry it or have it with mm -hmm. them in the future generation is sort of decided by the elders. And they're watched by the elders to know when is the right time and who is the right sort of grandchild or, or person right. to carry right. going forth, right? And does that involve a lot of um, spirit? Does spirit get involved in this? And is it the spirit of his ancestors or ancestral guides? Entonces ella dice, en, en, el, en el concepto de determinar, en el momento de determinar, eso es a través de, o sea, intervención de espíritu, a través de adivinación, de, de un guía espiritual que, que se consulta, o espíritu que se consulta, o cuál, cuál es el método de, de decidir. Se reúnen, se, se reúnen los ancianos, Ajá. y por mediación de ceremonia, los espíritus, los ancestros, eligen quién es la persona indicada. Y so a, partir the, de ahí se, a partir de ahí se crea un entrenamiento invisible, puesto que uno no sabe que uno es el elegido. Simplemente okay. es un entrenamiento invisible, es riguroso. Yeah, he says that the elders gather together and they do series of ceremonies. It is the ancestors that pick through divination, through ancestral divination, the, the, the chosen one, if you will, and then an invisible form of training at a spiritual level begins. Rigorous, but 
basically, you know, the per the person is no longer alone type of thing. Like they're they're spiritually being prepared. Entonces, right. al, so, al anciano, al anciano da la caída. Entonces es que se comunica eh, quién es la persona indicada y quién lo va a aportar hasta que ve su caída. And then only when the the current holder of the staff uh, fall, uh, basically passes away is it communicated officially the who is the recipient of the staff who in turn will carry it until his demise. Eso requiere okay. una responsabilidad, eso requiere una responsabilidad muy alta. That carries a muy, an muy alta. very very high responsibility. So he does da, not know. Eh, eh, por ejemplo, eso te da acceso a, a todos los mundos que tú quieras tener acceso. Yeah, he says that it, it's a big responsibility because it grants you access to all the spirit realms that you want access to. Por eso yo he podido recorrer tantas tierras. Y hasta That's ahora why, nunca me han cerrado las puertas. Ashe, 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 very, very good point. Uh, putting, putting, uh, sorry, rather rubber hits the road. The proof of this is that that staff gives you access to number of, of spirit realms and different lands, spiritual lands, cultures, and, and spiritualities. To the, to the point he's making that and I just want to call out, Ofunshi is not an independently wealthy man. You understand? Ofunshi is a very hardworking, very modest, you know, he's a, he's really practices his belief and he's not, you know, he's not rolling a dough, okay? So what he's saying is that it is thanks to this spiritual power that he's been able to go all over the world and in places where really you wouldn't ordinarily get access to and nobody has ever shut the door on. Nobody's ever been able to say, no, you can't come in. And this ejemplo, is because of the ancestral staff, correct? Correct, correct. Mm -hmm. Y por eso eh, uno llega a un nivel de, de espiritualidad y con mucha modestia tan alto que llega el momento que tú no eres político. Tú no eres médico. Uno siempre es un mediador. Convertir siempre lo negativo o, o lo confuso en claro. Yeah, he says you, you reach a level of spiritual uh, attunement or development where you're no longer political. Like it's not a question of agendas or, you know, um, victory or defeat but more a, a process of mediation, transformation, helping to find resolution and healing and, and uh, bringing um, clarity to situations where otherwise are muddied by agendas or by people's, you know, biases. Right. Por ejemplo, so, en el, sí, dígame. Yeah, go ahead. So is, just to clarify, is this um, determined before the 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 next holder of the staff Correct. of who is going to be the next Correct. successor yes they, or they, is they, it determined at the moment of the no. death of the one who holds no no, no, no. 
no, no. What, what he said was, what he said was, it is determined early on by by right. a gathering okay. of the elders. However, it is kept quiet. Not even the chosen one is told until the time that that person passes. Then the community, the remaining elders, communicate to the chosen one, say, "You're the chosen one," and with additional training, they pass on. Literally, pass the baton. They pass right. the the ancestral right. uh, staff to that next person. Did it ever come well, into question that it would have not been him, maybe his brother, if he has any siblings, or was it already predetermined because spirit helped? Say that again, Teresa. Um, was it predetermined, like that it would be him and not a sibling? Yeah, that's that's the thing. In, when the, when the elders get together, they have they bring forth spirit, spirit. Uh, they do the ceremonies, they do the appeasements, they do the offerings. At that moment, spirit brings forth and says, "So and so is the chosen one," but they don't say anything to that chosen one because usually the chosen one is a young person or a much younger person. Okay, then, that's. Business That's what continues I wanted. as usual. Business continues as usual. The person keeps carrying it. When that person finally passes, then they get together. They say, okay, you were the chosen one. And then they right. do the right rituals to transfer okay. the... Uh, okay. Siempre, so eh, now... Siempre, siempre uno sintiéndose muy seguro de uno. Cuando Baba Ofunchi habla, Baba Lau, Shaman Ofunchi habla, Habla muy seguro de sí. Entonces, eso tiene que ver con pensar antes de hablar. Analizar antes de expresarse. Yeah. It says, part of the responsibility, part of the, the mantle, if you will, the mantle that is passed when you get that, is always to speak with the highest degree of certainty and confidence, and you attain that by, by the self-discipline of thinking and deliberating before you speak, before you open Por eso, eh, Because, for that reason. Eh, por eso, eh, siempre menciono, hago mención sobre la situación eh, actual en que vivimos. Vivimos en un mundo egoísta donde eh, las personas eh, entre sí, o sea, hablando en sentido figurado, no estamos comiendo entre sí. And, and which brings them to, to sort of comment on the current situation right now where uh, basically uh, he sees a world which is very troubled where everybody's sort of trying to, it's dog eat dog, to use, you know, the metaphor, English metaphor. Right. Right. Dog eat dog world where there's no, you know, concern or empathy or, or respect for your fellow man or woman. No, absolutely. So now that leads me to my next question. Obviously, the ancestral staff and how you had already introduced the fact that, um, you know, living humbly, yet all these doors were opened. And so because of this staff, he has been able to travel worldwide and come to be involved in a political arena as well as a spiritual guide. 
Yeah, just, um, just, just, just to be clear for people tuning in, right? because if somebody would say, well, you know, all you need is a passport and, you know, you're you know, Canadian or American and all that. I want to emphasize the places where he's had access to, right? Both institutions and localities. They can send it to microphone uh, is, is, is basically, uh, yeah, I'll see, uh, is basically uh, places where you can't get, even if you had the money, even if you had normal political call, you wouldn't get, you wouldn't be allowed in for X, Y, Z. Because sometimes he goes into places which are political and social, like the outer case, right? Wow. Wow. So, so, yeah. so then walking into this sort of political arena, and um, is this what presented him into the United Nation and to become a member of the International Coordinating Committee and World Summit panelist at United Nations. Could he tell us a little bit about that path and yeah. how did Spirit bring yeah. him forth to that? Yeah, lo que se dijo, yo traduje de nuevo el acceso que ofuncía el bastón, espiritualidad de ese bastón de tu familia, del peso de tus ancestros, de lo que conlleva y que te abre las puertas a la tierra. Ella pregunta cómo fue la trayectoria después de empezar ese trabajo y de visitar todas esas tierras y ayudar a las personas o tratar de comunicar con las personas. ¿Cómo es el, el viaje? ¿Cómo el espíritu eh, se manifiesta y te ayuda a, a poder trabajar con las Naciones Unidas? O sea, ¿cuál es el proceso que te lleva a Naciones Unidas? No solamente Naciones Unidas, sino también, sino también a lo que es derechos humanos. Naciones Unidas viene por naciones por derechos humanos. Actually, his access to United Nations comes from the Human Rights Council. Por tanto, okay. so, pa para nosotros es una responsabilidad. Para nosotros, eh, cualquiera persona eh, eh, espiritual, eh, cualquiera persona eh, religiosa, de cualquier culto religioso eh, que desgraciadamente se ha perdido ese lado eh, eh, de a lo que le llamamos la verdad espiritual, la verdad espiritualidad, eh, si no estamos conscientes de la importancia de luchar por los derechos humanos, que no es más que respetar al otro sin dominar o, o manipular al otro, entonces también es una es algo que se pierde, que no puede, eh, si de yo ser así, no puedo portar ese staff, ese garabato. So, uh, understanding that human rights is, is, in essence, the respect for human dignity, the respect for the fellow human being, and, and, and the responsibility of the weight or the mantle of also advocating for that respect, advocating for those human rights, then he would not be worthy. If he did not do that, if he did not actually carry that forth and, and do that work, he, he feels he would not be worthy of the staff or worthy of the, of the, of right. the trust and the responsibility right. his ancestors deposited. Right. Right. A mí no me importa, right. a, mí, a mí no me importa donde yo esté. Yo siempre he voy, voy, a hacer, voy a hacer lo funchi y no me voy a dejar eh, 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 adoctrinar 
por nadie, pero sí me voy a dejar adoctrinar por el arquitecto del universo. Yeah, he says no matter where he is, he's Ofunshi. And he will not, he cannot allow himself to be indoctrinated by individual countries or persons' agendas, but only be indoctrinated by the universal architect or God or creator. Example, here in the States. Las masacres y los asesinatos, tanto de los negros afroamericanos como de la minoría, eso nosotros como chamanes, como babalagos, tenemos una responsabilidad de rezar, de invocar que se frene toda esa energía compleja. Yeah. So let me let me let me be let me be I'm gonna I'm gonna translate what he said, but I'm also gonna add an, an additional comment to that. Because I agree with him. Um he says that um uh, it is our it is our responsibility as a Babalao, as a shaman, you know, not just Ofunshi, not just himself, but any to basically intercede to to pray, to do offerings and to bring forth a message in support of those who are, you know, victims of injustice. And he cites, you know, examples of, you know, blacks in America Absolutely. Um, and other minorities, not just blacks, but other minority people that have had their basic human rights, you know, trodden on and everything else, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Lo que sucede, por ejemplo, en Centroamérica, donde tenemos amigos, chamanes, tanto chamanas, chamanes, eh, eh, los grandes cambios bruscos de la naturaleza que nosotros como chamanes tenemos, o como babalados, tenemos la capacidad de predecirlo. Tenemos también que tratar de eh, lograr que con esas predicciones que la gente se sume y esté más consciente a lo que es prevención porque todo lo que está aconteciendo actualmente nosotros sabíamos de tiempo que iba a suceder por tanto es importantísimo lo que es poner el asunto de la prevención y eso es nuestra responsabilidad como chamanes como religiosos, como espiritualistas tenemos una responsabilidad con la humanidad. Yes, he says, not, you know, and he used the example of you know shamans and and spiritual leaders in Central America, but really is a general example worldwide. That as babalaos and shamans, as spiritually gifted people, people we are often were warned of upcoming events or situations well in advance, and that yes. certain behavior of society or or communities. Will eventually lead to a certain down a certain path and certain calamities. Anyway, he yes. says that he, he collectively he believes that it is a collective responsibility of all the spiritual leaders to not just you know foretell like for instance in Miami or in Cuba we do the the letra del año in other words where we do the predictions for the year, but it's not enough to just do the prediction to see it coming no. and say hey warning it's coming, but to actively work towards 
averting making it, changes. making changes, uh, you know, educating, Absolutely. doing offering, whatever it form and all the forms it takes, but taking an active role, not just a passive, you know, uh, letting the, you know, the, the, you know, literally the proverbial shit hit the fan, right? Right. Es responsabilidad, por ejemplo, es responsabilidad de nosotros de educar a todos esos eh, individuos que eh, se unen o entran a la espiritualidad afro, eh, voy a decir, eh, eh, o chifá o descendiente africana con aquello de que le va a caer del cielo saco o bolsas de dinero, pero de una manera dañina, eh, eh, atroz, desrespetuosa. Yeah, he says it's our responsibility as well for any, but, you know, to, to teach the next generation, the younger generation, especially that are coming into Afro-descendant belief systems, whether that be Orisha, whether that be Ifa, whether that be Palo, Enkisi, or whatever form it takes, that not to focus or not to 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 do so or to operate in that with a with a only goal or the only interest being or the thought being that oh I'm going to get sacks and sacks of money you know there a lot of people will say I'm going to initiate because it's going to make me rich or I'm going to initiate because it's going to solve my economical problems and, and he's saying mm -hmm. no like the idea is to teach a deeper consciousness about responsibility and and what you have to give back to to the society to your communities, to the world. Absolutely. And it's not about that, you know, the you know, bags of money coming from heaven type of thing. No, yeah, and again, it's the passing of the baton, right? Yeah, of the exactly. stamp, exactly. so to speak, exactly. you know? Eh, por ejemplo, eh, vamos a hablar de lo que está sucediendo actualmente en, aquí en los Estados Unidos con relación a las elecciones. Uh -huh. Eh, nuestro trabajo como babalago, chamán, es mirar las cosas como, por ejemplo, o, o sea, yo analizo lo que está aconteciendo como babá y yobe, ¿no? dos líneas paralelas que no se pueden unir, but, pero está que no hay noche sin día, por tanto, tenemos que ser capaces de tomarnos el tiempo de reflexionar de cómo el día, cuando está oscureciendo, le hace entrega a la noche, porque hay cosas que se puede hacer de día que de noche no se puede hacer. Pero ese proceso de tribulación es un proceso de negociar, es un proceso de consenso, es un proceso donde la, el día le dice a la noche, ok, eh, ahora entras tú, tú puedes hacer o no deshacer, o hacer lo que puedes y no puedes hacer. Por tanto, eh, vivimos un momento histórico donde desgraciadamente vemos que por razones políticas, por razones injustificadas de COVID, eh, las personas se agreden entre sí las familias se matan entre sí, el nivel de desrespeto, de desbalance, de agresividad que hay en todos los niveles de la sociedad es eh, inmenso. 
y eso es parte de espiritualidad. Por tanto, nosotros tenemos la responsabilidad de tratar de balancear todo eso que está aconteciendo. Yeah. So, so basically, he makes two comments in terms of again, it's the same same theme, uh, but again, is the the role of the you know spiritual leaders, shamans, babalao, and any denomination. Uh, he used the example of a yogi. And there were two parallel lines, two lines that are parallel, but they never intersect, right? And the idea of the night and the day, that the night, there's a sense of passing on the responsibility from day, because there are things you can do in the day, and there are things you can only do at night, and passing it on gracefully from one, uh, you know, force or one, one time of day to the other. And the other thing is with the COVID, again, seeing all the violence, all the... Um, problems that exist uh, socially, all the, the violence uh, also exacerbated by the COVID and to try to bring, again, a, a deeper consciousness and, and uh, because of this lack of spirituality to help people to see things in more spiritual light. No, for sure. Lo otro, lo, el otro ejemplo real de en mi experiencia aportando a Funchi, que es el staff Haber tenido la oportunidad de, por ejemplo, poder eh, ayudar eh, trabajar con clínicas o medicinas alternativas. Y el ejemplo está en eh, eh, negociar con IQ, negociar con la muerte. Y ahora voy a explicar un poquito sobre negociar con la muerte. It says also uh, part of the secret or aspect of uh, the staff of Ofunshi is uh, the need for, for the shaman or for him to, um, with the herbs, with plants and natural medicine, he's had the opportunity to put this into, into play or into effect in places he's, he's traveled, is really what, what the, the shaman or the Babalao is doing is negotiating with Iku. Iku is death. Actually speaking with Por death ejemplo, and negotiating with it. He's going to explain what he means by that. Okay. Por ejemplo, por ejemplo, muchos de mis clientes, y es lo que más disfruto, la salud, uh -huh. eh, muchos, eh, los médicos, la ciencia lo han mandado para la casa a morir. Yeah, he says many, many of the patients or many clients he deals with are, are patients of health issues. And some example, extreme examples, patients that medicine, Western medicine has basically said, go home and die because, you know, we can't la, treat you. You're, you know, there's nothing we can do. El ejemplo está, por ejemplo, en la madre de mis niños. An example is his wife. Que, que fue eh, que gracias a IFA, gracias a Orumila, pudimos detectarle un cáncer, que la ciencia con todos los equipos sofisticados no había eh, encontrado. It says in examples, in first, first person example is his wife, who 
Ifa, thanks to Ifa, thanks to Rumila, a cancer, Ifa warned of a cancer in his wife, one which with all the modern equipment and all the modern medicine, uh, they, they weren't able to detect. Wow. La mandaron a casa a morir y le dieron tres meses. They, they originally, when they did find it, they said, oh, you're in you know, stage four, like you're late stage, and they gave, they gave her three months to live. Y gracias a ese wow. entrenamiento de años, and thanks okay. to that treatment, and instead of three months, decían, ¿Qué pasa aquí? <laughs> and he says, um, thanks to that training of, of a whole lifetime, 30 years, uh, where they said that his wife would die in under three months, she actually lived three and a half years, to the point no. where the doctor said, what are you doing? How is this possible? Wow. Una de mis, una de mis clientes con un cáncer eh, bucal terminal duró 14 años. Even one, one of his patients or, or clients with a uh, um, mouth cancer terminal, uh, again discounted to live short time, lived 14 years. Wow. Y eso es lo que hace que uno pueda creer. Eso hace lo que uno cada día eh, eh, profundice en esa conexión con la naturaleza, con mamá, la naturaleza. And, and that is that, that knowledge that Como Babalao de Shaman. Like it's Babalao and Shaman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a question Entonces, in regard... Eh, Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Teresa. Stop. I have a question in regards to um, not only his training as a Babalao and as a shaman, um, but his University of Cuba, his education. How did that all come to actually help him? Ah, él dice, cambiando un poquito la parte de Mabalao y religiosa, como tu eh, misma educación o entrenamiento en la Universidad de La Habana te ayudó a lo que tú haces hoy, en esa parte académica. Es que eh, esa vez no ocupa espacio. Obedí. <laughs> Eso se debe al entrenamiento desde pequeño. Yeah. That all knowledge is good. Cuando uno llega a la universidad, wait space. True. <laughs> o sea, I cuando, thought maybe um, the education that he received, um, you know, helped his political, um, you know, agenda and and that of his spiritual path. What way, uh, Teresa? Sorry, I missed that. Uh, um, did he take? Okay, for hay example, problema, did he take? Hay, hay, like, hay un problema del audio. Hay un problema del audio. No, no, yo escucho bien, yo escucho bien, pero lo que el trato de entender lo que ella quiere preguntarte para transmitirte lo la esencia de lo que ella quiere saber. Sorry, sorry, Teresa, say that again. 
did he take anything at the university level to prepare him for like a political science? Was there something that he took courses that helped him with his uh, political um, agenda at the yeah, United Nations? Él ha preguntado si, si en tus cursos de la universidad tú adquiriste algún conocimiento o experiencia que te ayudó en ese papel que tú hiciste en la Nación Unida. O sea, eh, o sea, hasta qué punto el, eh, tu educación, tu instrucción en la universidad te ayudó o te pudo ayudar más allá de la religión, también te pudo ayudar en tu papel en la Nación Unida. Como dije, cuando ya yo entro, la, cuando paso por la Universidad de La Habana, uh -huh. ya yo era, era funchi. Mi entrenamiento, mi educación, mi formación, la comienzo yo desde pequeño. A la edad de seis uh -huh. años, ya yo sanaba. Estoy hablando de seis años. Entonces, simplemente, mi formación antes de la universidad fue la que me formó a mí. La universidad simplemente te da la posibilidad de expandir un poco tu conocimiento. En mi caso, que eh, eh, estudié eh, eh, antropología con el profesor eh, maravilloso Sardoya, eh, antropología eh, eh, religiosa, eh, social religiosa, eh, pero yo no puedo darle... Eh, todo el crédito, el crédito a la universidad. Yo tengo que darle crédito antes de entrar a la universidad. Yo tengo que darle el crédito a, eh, a, a esa conexión muy holística que yo tenía con los diferentes grupos sociales. Estudiar desde pequeño, estar en un ambiente donde se hablaba tanto de política como de religión, como de espiritualidad como de todo, porque en un pasado eh, uno eh, se sentaba con los ancianos a leerle la prensa, a intercambiarla, a escuchar, cosa que no sucede ahora. Entonces, eso, la base, antes de entrar a la universidad, fue la que me llevó a poder estar en Naciones Unidas, poder estar en África, poder estar en Centroamérica, poder estar en todos esos países que yo he estado haciendo el trabajo que debo hacer. Yeah, so, so, Do you understand? yeah, 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 you're uh, paraphrasing uh, and shortening a little bit. Uh, basically, um, he says, since age six, he was already healing people. Okay. And by the time he came into university, he was already off she had already been past the, the staff. He says, like anything else, he had the privilege of some good professors and all that that allow you to expand, you know, and have other people's perspective and all that. But he says he can't give all that much credit to the university experience in terms of doing that because in his childhood, he had a very diverse, uh, you know, family and in, in which they expressed and commented and discussed mm -hmm. ideas freely, contrary to what many think. And then, and that really shaped his, his, his mind, right, in terms of, being open to different approaches, different things. And so university just sort of was the, I'd say I'm adding this, is more like the icing on the cake. You know, just okay. to expand También. a little bit. But the, the base, the base is, is, is family upbringing. 
También tengo que darle crédito, eh, también tengo que darle crédito en cualquier lugar que yo hablo, habla Egungun. Yo me subordino sí. a Egungun. Por tanto, cuando yo hablo en cualquier lugar, ya sea el, en cualquier lugar, es el Gungun quien habla. Y el Gungun yeah. viaja. He says, and it, he also has to, uh, he subordinates to Egungu, in other words, to the ancestor, to the, to the ancestors right. who speak. Because many times it's not him who's speaking or him who's bringing right. forth the knowledge, right. or him who's the solution, right. or him who's right. bringing forth the message. It's spirit who's doing it's it. Spirit, so it's his ancestor. It's not about academia. And he says, Egungu, his ancestor, ancestors collectively but ancestor traveled many lands do you understand like they've been around right right right, right. Esos son los, now esos son I, los que tienen el mérito. those are the ones that have the merit or those are the ones that bring the the secret sauce uh to the to the solution right okay so i want to ask um i notice uh when he speaks he speaks in third party the name ufunchi does it stand for something or is staff. it represent his staff his staff is Ofunshi. so it's it's you 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 inherit that name the moment you carry the staff you become Ofunshi. it's like president oh, okay right like okay, uh cool. you know once you win the election you carry the name mr president or president okay so case, Ufun Ufunshi is an actual title an actual title it, 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 the encapsulation or the 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 the, the name that is really representative and that is assigned to the staff. Okay, all right, now I understand. So then Oba means king, does it not? So Obakoso, yeah, but that's his Obakoso, tu nombre Obakoso es por tu coronación, no? Por tu, por Chango? Si. Si, that's because of, si. that's his. Tengo, uh, tengo, si. tengo Chango. Yeah, and yeah, he has. He, he has Shango crown. Ori, so, in, in his Ori, he has Shango. So he is crown Shango, and the name Obakoso is one of the, the titular honorific names of Shango. Obak of Shango. Okay. All right. Okay. So Ufunchi is an actual title. Yeah, but Ufunchi is part of the family. Exactly. It's the staff. Okay. So Ufunchi is actually the staff yeah. or the title of exactly. the Which carrier. Exactly. And the moment that he is, yeah, the, the, the staff is passed to him, the baton is passed, it becomes his name. It's the same thing, like again, like using the term Mr. President, right? It's, right. it's the right. office. It's, it represents the office and the, the, right. the okay. secret power. Okay, I understand now. All right, well, I'm done my questions. I know I'm going to pass the baton now to you, Jean-Jerome, to, to pick that up. But also, we have a statement here by Vienni before we do that. Um, Vienni says, it's amazing to see the difference of being brought up in an environment in which spirit and mediumship is nurtured, exactly, instead of being suppressed. 
eh, o sea, en España, es sorprendente ver la diferencia de crecer en un ambiente en el cual el espíritu o espiritualidad o mediunidad eh, es nutrido y no oprimido. Es que, es que la, la opresión eh, la opresión es, es falta de conocimiento. Cuando se oprime una persona, eh, se oprime una persona por dos razones. O miedo a que esa persona eh, doblegue a uno o tenga más conocimiento que uno. O el brillo de esa persona lo, bloquea a uno. O simplemente... Eh, eh, la, falta, la falta de capacidad hace que eso suceda. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yes, um, he, he's, he's saying that, you know, really, when you have intolerance or abuse of somebody's human rights or anything else, uh, really, it's one of two things really causing it. One is a fear. Right, fear that, you know, that the person is going to be more successful or more capable or somehow take something from you, right? Or um, ignorance, essentially, you know, just not having the, the, the broader knowledge or the broader perspective of a situation, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, me, um, in my entrenamiento, or como yo entreno a las personas, is sacando lo mejor de sí en las personas. O sea, nunca oprimir. Espiritualidad es algo eh, eh, natural, es algo abierto que no se puede oprimir. Vivimos en un mundo de opresión espiritual. Cuando digo un mundo de opresión espiritual es que hablando en sentido figurado nos molesta el brillo del otro, la envidia, la falsedad, eh, el mal concepto de usobo que hay un mal concepto del sombo. Cuando se dice el sombo, automáticamente se piensa en lo malo. Cuando de mi cosmovisión, el sombo no es negativo, sino es preventivo. Exactamente. Exactamente. So, um, start with the last thing he said. He said with the, with the term el sombo, el uh, sombo uh, has some kind of negative connotation. When somebody comes out in a reading el sombo, is that it's something bad. And he says, no, in his understanding, it's not something bad. It, it is actually the ability to prevent or to alter something from becoming bad and acting on it, not just sitting on your laurels and acting on it. The other thing he says is that um, he talks about uh, poverty of spirit by, in our time, he, he tries to bring out the best in his, uh, in his apprentices and his students He tries to bring out the best in everybody, in human beings, and it's you know people that are under him and so forth, uh, so that they can flourish, so they can really reach the pinnacle of their capacity and their capabilities. But he says we live in a time when there's a poverty of spirit because people are jealous of each other's gifts. They want to sort of, you know diminish no. their gifts because they're afraid of the light of one exposing the ina inadequacies in the other. Absolutely. Silly, okay. instead of coming together. Uh, I, I, well, I, una, um, una que te 
esta es de una uh, señora que es eh, eh, ella está iniciada en Vudu está iniciado también en Ifa uh, y ella dice I would like to say that it is my understanding that there is a subtle difference between a Babalao and a Shaman Shamans communicate via trance state while the Babalao communicates via Ifa divination and Odu interpretations right Very good. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, Melba, uh, que ella dice que ella en su en su entender ella tra, ella está ella está iniciada en Vodun y también en, en Ifa. No sé si ella en Ifa, pero sé que Vodun está iniciada y en, en, en cierta cosa oricha, uh, porque ella tiene también una una cultura y una ancestría un poco mixta de Togo, de tú sabes venir, etcétera. Um, ella dice que en su entender la diferencia entre un babalao sutil entre un babalao y un chamán el chamán se comunica a través de trance mientras que el babalao comunica a través de Ifa y la interpretación de Odu de Ifa tu opinión sobre ese comentario y después yo voy a comentar también mi opinión con el mayor respeto de Ajá de Melba eh, pienso que de la manera que ella lo mira está equivocada y está equivocada porque no todo chamán hace trance por ejemplo por eso aclaré desde el principio una persona vidente, yo no necesito tener trance para comunicar lo que puedo ver. Okay. Por tanto, por, eh, respetando eh, las reglas de IFA, respetando el ABC, respetando los Ordun, o la adivinación, sea por el Ecole o Tefando, o por el Obvi, eh, uno comunica, habla sobre el orden, pero a la misma vez, cuando usted tiene un ejército ancestral responsable, sin necesidad de pasar transfer, transfer eh, en mi caso, que soy vidente, uno agrega, como dije un momento eh, eh, anteriormente, hablé, uno simplemente agrega esa información que uno está recibiendo de manera natural, sin pasar trance, la agrega a esa adivinación y el 99% de los casos, en mi experiencia, ha coincidido cuando se ve, se analiza el Oldum de manera profunda y no superficial, como muchas personas estudian el IFA de hoy. Por eso, antes de yo llegar a la IFA, pasé muchos, muchos años de práctica, de entrenamiento, de entendimiento, donde la paciencia, donde una palabra se reflexiona de manera profunda. Por ejemplo, hablé sobre Osobo. Para muchos, cuando se menciona Osobo, automáticamente piensa en lo malo. Cuando Osobo es preventivo. Ah, si me dice Ibi, eso es otra cosa. Pero eso yeah. no quiere decir, eso no quiere decir 
que tú vas a morir o que lo vas a perder todo. Es que dentro de la prevención, en dependencia de lo que tú hagas, tú vas a solucionar. Por tanto, eh, la dicha de ser vidente me permite a mí o me da la oportunidad a mí, y como yo hay muchos, de poder ampliar ese, ese espectro. Eh, porque no todo chamán pasa trance. Exacto. Eso. So, so, voy, a, voy a tratar de, de, de resumir y, y traducir al mismo tiempo. Um, so, Melba, uh, voy a ir. Thank you for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to, to receive your messages or to have you with us. Um, Ofunchi uh, basically says respectfully that he doesn't agree with your uh, summation or conclusion about or delineation of shaman and babalawa. And he, and he qualifies that uh, because he says that not all shamans must fall into trance. Uh, but many shamans have a gift of sight or some other tool that allows them to divine, to see, or to be able to, to, to uh, know what's going on in a particular situation. Um, and what Ovunshi is saying is that in his own practice as a Babalao, uh, respecting the, 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 the framework of Ifa with divination and interpretation of Odu Ifa, that uh, the ability, given he has the ability of sight, he has medium that doesn't fall into trance, that when spirit speaks or when he's looking at the Odu, spirit will inform him or give him additional context of what's going on. And if someone were to delve deeper into the Odus of Ifa, and we all know that uh, and we said earlier, Ifa, like many other African spiritual beliefs, are been orally transmitted. Not everybody has all the Odu, uh, or, or all the, the context of the Odu, all the Ifa of the Odus, or all the, the, the life experiences of those Odus. And that's why Obedi says the wisdom was spread out throughout the world and, in different, and can be found in different places and different forms. Uh, but what he says is that in his practice, being informed by spirit, it gives them an additional level of, of depth, of certainty, of clarity that helps to bring out other details or aspects of Ifa, of the Odus, that the Odus are speaking, but that help to solve the problem of the person is facing. Um, if, we, if we look at it, there are many traditions, especially in Vodun Fa, Bokonos, many Bokonos do sometimes consult the fa in a semi-state of trance or possession, mm -hmm. or simply because they have, they are also gifted elegu or medium, but that doesn't mean they fall full-blown into possession, but that right. they are being informed of uh, basically what's going on. In Ifa, in even Afro-descendant Ifa, and even in, in, um, in traditional Ifa, West Africa, there is an a sometimes misunderstood concept, which is called iponri. Iponri, and iponri is the message or the essence of Odu Ifa and Kuchen Ifa that is transmitted to the mind of the Awu. In Vodunfa, in Fagbasa, in the school of Jisa, one of the four schools of Fa that came to, to West Africa, which was Gongon, 
Jisa, Abokobi, Ato, those four schools, Jisa was known for encouraging this, the, the, the vision of the mediumship <coughs> while interpreting Odurifa. Because again, it was oral. And right. what difference is it to hear it orally or the interpretation of the Odu from a living person than to hear it from an ancestor which has that, that right. experience? And in many cases, in Vodunfa, Bokonos are chosen, much like Ofunshi was chosen to carry his staff of Ofunshi, by the fact that their guiding spirit, their ancestral spiritual guide, was in turn Bokono. And they right. swear not with Badu, not with Ibao, but they swear on the shrine of the, of the ancestral Bokonos. So that's okay. a different context or a different level uh, but it is my also experience for now I've been initiated for 10 years as an Awo and I've had the privilege of working with Bokonos, Babalaos from both West Africa uh, in Nigeria and also Afro Cuban uh, Babalaos and as I said I've seen many things in those 10 years that support that that concept right uh, so I think we've, I hope we've answered your question and thank you so much for the question. And we're always happy to receive you. Um, and Carmela, hello, Carmela. Uh, I, I was guided to go and find a staff to help me with my path. I was guided to add items to it for strength. And I can really feel the power from it. Y cargarlo con diferentes cosas para sentir, para darle un refuerzo a ella, para trabajar con los muertos. Uh, ella pregunta, how many other cultures have a staff that they use? Eh, Carmela, in order to ask that question, Funchi, can you qualify that? When you say how many other cultures have a staff that they use, uh, can you let me know what you mean by that? You mean like within within his background or lineage or you mean worldwide or in West African spirituality? If you could clarify that, I'll, I'll be happy to, to ask him that question. Um, ah, okay, here's a question. How many generations has the staff been passed down? Also, do other families have this? El pregunta, Daniel Forleta fue iniciado en Venezuela Orula y se fa de Cuba. De, la, de una rama tradicional, no afroguan, sino, tú sabes, de, de nuevo grupo tradicional. Sí, sí, sí. Él, él pregunta cuántas generaciones, eh, él es cubano también, cuántas generaciones ha descendido tu bastón o funchi, si tú conoces, de, de, de cuántas generaciones ha sido pasada. Y segundo, si otra familia dentro de, tú entiendes, la comunidad o eso, tienen una tradición parecida o tienen eso parte de mi familia viene de África de África, África y el bastón mi abuelo murió de 106 tengo entendido que mi bisabuelo murió de unos cerca de los 100 pienso que unas que yo sepa unas 
más de dos o tres generaciones. Sorry, doce, trece o dos o tres, no, no escuché bien. Más de dos o tres generaciones. Yeah, more than two or three generations uh, at least have passed this baton on. Lo que yo te puedo garantizarle es que but I can, what I can guarantee you is que fue portado por mi abuelo y por mi bisabuelo. Mi abuelo murió de 106, mi bisabuelo de unos 97 a 28 años. Fueron unos cuantos años. Yeah, he says at least he can tell you that his grandfather lived to 106 and he had it with him and his great grandfather died at 97 and had it with him till death. So at least he can Contiene aproximadamente unos eh, 306 elementos fósiles en miniatura, en fragmentos. Yeah, it says that the staff contains at least 306 different fossilized elements or ingredients. Principalmente, principalmente de mar y de árboles sagrados. From, from, uh, the, from elements from the ocean and from the trees. Sacred trees. Entonces... Yo recuerdo que cuando yo empecé a botarlo, siendo yo joven, me daba pena. Imagínate, joven. Tenía, tenía que botarlo donde quiera. He, he, he goes everywhere with that, eh? Like, I've seen him. He goes everywhere with that. And he says when he was a young guy, it, you can imagine it was a little awkward to be carrying this thing around, like, you know, to a party or to... But he has to... It always has to go with him, right? Hasta yo recuerdo un día que me dije, lo voy a dejar escondido. <risa> Perdón. No me voy a aparecer donde oiga. Daniel dice, coño, wow. <risa> y yo recuerdo que un día yo lo dejé escondido y me fui para una fiesta. Eh, casi me cuesta la vida, casi no regreso. He says that, you know, being a young guy, right, he's, you imagine he's going to parties, going to school, he's carrying this thing everywhere he goes. And one day he said, no, you know what, like, I, I got to leave this behind. So he left it behind and he went to a party and he says he almost didn't survive. He almost didn't come back alive from that party. He was two years without being able to walk. Oh for for uh, just being disrespectful. Wow. And he, he learned his lesson right there. Yeah, he was a little bit like uh, St. Thomas, uh, uh, seem to believe, right? But, but he, He, he enjoys the spirituality, but he likes to see it manifest. But he, he definitely got a proof of, you know, don't leave the staff at home. Mm -hmm. pero, pero la base don't leave home esto. without it. Yeah. <coughs> Lo que aprendí es la modestia. Y ser modesto. Uh -huh. eh, yeah. Con ese accidente aprendí ser modesto. Eh, ser respetuoso 
y aprendí a honrar, porque no sabía el concepto de honrar, pero no hasta que tuve el accidente. He says he, he, he was always taught, you know, to have respect, to be humble, to, to honor, you know, the traditions. But it never became so crystal clear and concrete after the accident. That accident uh, from that party that he, where he left the staff at home really crystallized the importance mm -hmm. of humility, the importance of honoring your tradition, the importance of being, having that fidelity in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, carrying through and not, you know, stop not doing it because it's inconvenient or not easy, right? Recuerdo que me iban a amputar la pierna derecha. He remembers they were going to amputate his right leg. And thanks to his mother, his deceased mom, who's a shaman. Tenía hecho chum. She, have, she was crowned Oshu. Y gracias a ese staff, yo logré caminar. And, and thanks to that, to her knowledge and all that, she, he was able to walk again. Hay muchos secretos wow. detrás de ese staff. Muchos secretos. Um, Ken wanted to know, it, would it be, um, would it be able to show the staff or would it be disrespectful? Ah, él dice, no, it's not disrespectful. Ofungi, ¿tú tienes a Ofungi el bastón cerca de ti? No. No. Lo tengo bajo el sereno. Porque a veces le gusta la noche. Yeah, it, it's, it's uh, receiving, um, he has it outside, uh, uh, under the boom, under the, the uh, so he doesn't have it right next to him right now, but one sec. Se alimenta, se alimenta con energía natural. It, yeah, it, it feeds off uh, natural energy. Es como si fuera un panel solar. It's like, think of it like a solar panel, it's recharging. Absolutely. Dos minutos. Eh, <laughs> si no tienen más preguntas. Are you trying to find a picture of it, Jean Jerome? Yeah, dame dos segundos. Dame dos segundos para enseñar la foto de, de ahí. Así que, eh, la de, la de ¿Tú tienes quite? Ya, yeah, ¿tú tienes quite? Eh, tengo que irme en cinco, tengo, tengo cinco minutos para atender a los muchachos. Ok, está bien. He has to go in five minutes because he has to take care of his kids. So, his mother and father now because of uh, his wife just passed away, right? So, right, so everybody, right. No condolences. Yeah, with my mom. Look how young you were, Jean Jerome. Just a wee pup. <laughs> yeah, not that long ago. <laughs> years. Tengo, tengo que agradecerle a ante ante terminar. Eh, tengo que agradecerle a. No, and oh, there's a better picture. Nice. So is it full? Like, can he walk with this staff or is it? No, no, no. 
Um, okay. It, it's like a baton. I mean, it's you can okay. see the height. Yes, from yes, his head to the table, right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. Claro, en esa foto no tenía cana. Ahí no tenía cana. He says, he says, I didn't have. He says, I didn't have uh, uh, gray hairs on my beard in this picture. <laughs> uh, no, for sure. Hey. So, anyway, so I know he has. So I know that uh, Ufonchi go. has to leave, and yeah. so I want to say thank you so much for coming on our show and uh, giving us a wonderful insight into this i've never heard anything like this i find this fascinating and you're not just a run-of-the-mill babalao you're an actual shaman i think that's amazing i really do so i thank you very much for coming on our show tonight for sure and uh jean jerome did you want to have any parting words yeah Yeah, tengo que tengo ya yeah. uh, tengo que agradecer a, a ti uh, tengo que agradecer también a, al espíritu de, de tu mamá que, que facilitó eh, este encuentro por mediación de sueños eh, no sé si me pueden ustedes escuchar bien sí sí te escuchamos te escuchamos y saying sí he wants to especially eh, thank the of my thank mom. you thank you mother Dreams, yeah. thanks to dreams, uh, he eh, came into the dream and, tengo, and had a discussion and a, that led him to contact me and say, you know, I, your mom came in a dream. She, we were talking and talking. I said, hey, we, we, would you like to come on the show this Friday? Because that's what my mom was saying. So, <laughs> tengo que agradecerle, tengo que agradecerle a, a, a Kim Demi, eh, a Oya Funke, a Inat, a Oshumaria Beni, a Ogumbemi, a Maurilio, a, a Pamela María Rivera, a Juan Rivera, y tengo que agradecerle a usted, Teresa, tengo que agradecerle a todas esas personas maravillosas que de una forma u otra, han sido partícipes de este evento. Pero antes de cerrar, voy a cerrar con haciendo un llamado a la unidad. A, un llamado a armonizar con la naturaleza. Haciendo un llamado a minimizar las discrepancias en busca siempre de los, de, del consenso. Y como siempre digo, iré Ocheón Otán, iré Uyoko para el mundo entero. Yo eh, no soy cubano, yo soy internacional. Yo soy donde me coja la noche. Yo soy como el viento. Pabalago, Shaman o Fuchi es como el viento. Pero ese viento Perfecto. puro que trae siempre... Eh, ese lado positivo que tanta falta eh, que tanta falta hace en nuestra sociedad eh, abogo también a la no violencia a la mujer teniendo en cuenta el aumento con relación a, a la pandemia 
no olvidemos que venimos de ahí, a los niños y a los ancianos. Ayer y Boru. Ayer. He basically uh, he thanks you know a series of, of both living and as people that have passed away and his family. He thanks you, Teresa, for your for you know he thanks for spiritual unity and the respect of women. Uh, to remember a reminder that we come from women. So, you know, uh, with this pandemic to stop with a, you know, spousal abuse and, uh, uh, you know, try to be a little kinder to each other and, and more loving and have bubuiting and, uh, a blessing of firmness, a blessing of, of, uh, many blessings in terms of, you know, life and, and all, everything that it, it can offer if we, Welcome it and nature with humility, respect, and love. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And so true. Very, very gifted, your message was. Hermano, muchas gracias. Thank you. Gracias. Okay. Okay. Well, everybody. Well, that was amazing. I, I've never met anybody like that, you know, and, and something that has passed down, you know, and, and wow, <laughs> you know, and, and to be able to travel the world and something you and I were talking about privately, he has a foundation. Is that correct? That Yeah, he has a not-for-profit, uh, not-for-profit organization, LLC. In helping people with human rights, correct? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And well, and there we go. There's Mojo watching our, our most loyal, four-legged, furry friend we have. He's so cute. Hi, he's Mojo. Cute. And there's Beth oh, with Mojo. Oh, look at him. Oh, my God, he's looking like a grown cat now. Oh, there's yeah, Beth. Yeah, <laughs> There's Beth. Look at he's he's all grown up. Oh Mojo. Yeah. Where's little Titi? Little Titi. Titi. I don't know. Great show como siempre. Anger says. So everybody, thanks yes. for tuning in. Um I just wanted to to make it clear because again we 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 tried to um uh you know, do the show and talk about, you know, everything, uh, the different topics and the background and so forth. Um, and perhaps people didn't catch, fully catch that uh, Ofushi's wife passed away recently, just a few months ago, after a, yeah. uh, only given three months to live, but with Ifa's help and, um, you know, knowledge of, you know, a lot of natural remedies and all that, uh, she was able to live, you know, an extra three and a half years almost. So, um, wow. uh, and it's a testament uh, to that, uh, you know. And uh, him as a healer. Him Absolutely. as a healer. And, he, and, and he's very humble. What, what I like about Fushi is that he gives, we say in Spanish, that, give to Caesar what is of Caesar, give to God what is of God. And yeah, he, he pulls on his, you know, ancestral roots, that ancestral knowledge, which is greatly mm -hmm. influenced by the the Tico and the uh, Congo influence and Ofunshi, the, you know, the ancestral lineage yes. in the you can see it. And, and oh, it, it, it's yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him in action. 
and uh, uh, but he respects Ifa, and he's always gone. He really he respects Ifa, and, and to, to Melba's uh, question, he, he really does respect the orders of Ifa. He respects Orumila, and respects the method of divination. But again, it's, mm-hmm. it's that aspect of having his ancestor. He wouldn't be. Let's put it this way: if his ancestor didn't want him to become a Babalao, he would never he, with, with his ancestral no. heritage. They wouldn't have. They would have blocked it. So no. he basically he's very respectful, uh, very respectful of Rumila, very grateful to Rumila. Very fascinating, you know. You you, the more I learn about the African traditional religions and of Cuba, it is so rich in culture and in spiritual belief systems, you know. We're very fortunate that we're able to, you know, have this show and bring forth people from these traditions and and shed a light on them that no other no other show or, or anybody else really knows. I mean, there's only so much you can read about in books, but actually having friends and bringing them on the show as guests to really talk about these faiths and these 100%. belief systems. I think it's an, it, it really is, honestly, you know, and, and as he had said at the beginning of our show is that our show is actually being, you know, watched worldwide and respected in the community of other African traditional religions. So thank you. Thank you to all those who tune in and, and um, appreciate the show as much Most as we definitely. do enjoy, you know. So, um, so I'm going to say good night. To everyone who tuned in, thank you once again for tuning in. And um, just to give you a heads up, I know we said it before, I haven't created anything yet, but I've been really busy. But we are going to have a December 18th sort of party. As I've said, it's an online party. And Jean Jerome said we can have up to 10 people. So we're going to be sending out some invitations. And this will be sort of an end of season Um sort of a wrap up and we'll we'll invite some of our favorite guests and some who just want to show up and some uh, audience members as well. So just a reminder, December 18th is going to be our year end Christmas party, New Year's party. It's, it's, you know, and after that, we're not going to tune in until probably January and uh, you know, we'll have some new ideas and stuff. So, Anyway, so thank you, everybody who tuned in. Thank you, Jean Jerome, for everything that you do always behind the scenes and uh, greatly thank appreciated you. and our loyal following, too. So thank you, everyone. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this show as much as we have. And uh, our guests are amazing. They really are. I'm really happy to have them all. Okay. All right, so, everybody. Good night. Many blessings. We love you all. Yeah. Be safe. Remember. Toronto, Peel are going into lockdown, uh, pretty much lockdown on Monday. So, you know, if you've got things to do, groceries and all that, be safe. But, you know, you have a little bit more, although the grocery store will still be open, but you'll have a little bit more flexibility to go this weekend, I think. Uh, otherwise, Monday, things are going to be very restricted. Oh, uh, no. What does that mean? Closed. The stores are going to be closed? Gyms are closed. Hairstylists are closed. Cinemas are closed. Uh, malls and, and like food courts are only takeout. All restaurants are takeout and delivery only. So uh, 
but the, problem, the stores are still opened, right? Because I have to go shopping but, tomorrow. I need toilet no, paper no, and no, paper no, towels. But, but this is only in the hot spots. So this is Peel primarily, and which is uh, uh, outside of Toronto a little bit, and uh, Toronto. So Toronto and Peel region. So like Mississauga, uh, Brampton, that type of thing. They're uh, in lockdown. In lockdown. So we're in lockdown. So, so. we still go to the stores, and or is it going to be back to counting nope. how many people nope. are allowed in? A hundred percent. It's counting how many people are allowed in, and all the all those restrictions, maximum numbers in stores, and almost like back in March, like we're going back to the March. Uh, oh. The only difference is kids are still going to school. So, anyways, uh, want everybody to be safe. Many blessings. Yeah. Be and, safe, everybody. Uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Gracias a todos okay. que nos están viendo. Muchas gracias por vernos. And muchas bendiciones. Cuídense. Los queremos. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. Okay. Good night. Bye.